activate your personal shield and get your trait to level 3 because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. In this episode, we're going over the new details EAS released about their spring update schedule and the new hero and villain going to be added in the Bespin DLC. Let's get started. To start this off, let's read the forum post added to their website. Quote, It's been a busy 2016 for us so far, as we've been working on adding a lot of new free content to Star Wars Battlefront, while also launching the first expansion pack as part of Season Pass, Outer Rim. We're excited to see that you're enjoying the new maps we've added on Hoth, Tatooine, Sullust, and Endor, and you're out and earning new weapons with Hut contracts, and for Outer Rim owners, that you're taking advantage of the new heroes Greedo and Nian Nub. And as usual, we're finding many highlights you're sharing to be most impressive. We're always listening to the community feedback and working to improve the game, and are very excited about what's to come in the next few months. All players can look forward for free additions like new in-game events, more double score weekends, Community missions and special login events are coming for players to earn more experience, credits, and items. New hut contracts unlock powerful star cards like the Berserker trait, Back to Bomb, and Ion Neutralizer. More new content. We also have a couple of surprises in store that we know our fans have been looking for, especially those who have been clamoring for ways to have more options to enjoy Star Wars Battlefront offline that is very interesting then specific for may the 4th in celebration of star wars day we have cool activities plans that will announce soon now the speculation on that may the 4th content is that the update will launch around there which is which will be awesome Moving on. This June, Season Pass holders will also receive our second digital expansion pack, Star Wars Battlefront Best Pin. We're taking players in and around Cloud City with four new maps for all of our most popular modes. You'll see AT-ATs in Cloud City. Take the take to the skies in Fighter Squadron and even spend time in a Carbonite Chamber. Of course, we're also adding more blasters and star cards, a new game mode, and two new iconic characters we're re- really excited about. Lando Calrissian and the cold-blooded bounty hunter Dingar. Iconic characters. Yeah, right. I did some research on Dingar, and he isn't even associated with Cloud City. He is found on the Star Destroyer that Darth Vader is seen on, where he calls all the bounty hunters to look for Han Solo, is that right? No, not Han Solo. Luke, isn't it? Yeah, Luke part of the rebellion and uh he's only seen for like one second if anyone they should add boss which they are going to add it in my opinion later so they're just looking for some stalling but it seems every time they find some way to fail the audience in some form in the heroes or villains yeah especially in that department like last time last they failed us with Nian no one wanted him now they're going to bring in Dengar, which he's going to be cool, but not what we wanted to see. Yeah, I mean, Nian had more screen time than Dengar. Like, I could see 
Ni and Num have a possibility of being in this. Dengar, I didn't even know his name until they released this. I had to look this up and f- see who the heck this was. Quote, speaking of heroes, we know they have been one of the things you most like about the game. We're happy to confirm that there will be eight total heroes included in the Star Wars Battlefront Season Pass, which includes Green... Which includes Greedo, Neonum, and released with the Outer Rim Pack. Two more, each in both the Death Star expansion and our yet-to-be-revealed fourth expansion. More on the heroes to come this summer. They said the heroes slash villains is their main priority in the season pass. That they want to please the fans. They are not doing that with Dengar. I really like the addition of Lando Calrissian. He's got a big role in the movies, but Dengar, no, they aren't fooling us with that iconic stuff. As I was speculating in other episodes, they, meaning EA, are releasing these DLC packs in waves of small and big maps. So you're gonna hear hear the pounding. 8080 crawl on Cloud City, which is going to be awesome. I really hope they have buildings that you can go into. That would be so awesome. And that you can go out of. Because, I mean, technically, you're going into a building on Jabba's Palace, but you can't go into multiple buildings and then come out of them. Something rumored is that Rogue One is going to be the final DLC for the season pass. I think that would be an awesome way to tie it into the movie. They missed out a lot by not having any Force Awakens DLC. So hopefully they can get it right with this. And it's around the same time period too. Finding the Death Star plans. So they're sticking to the original trilogy and this is an add-on like before the fourth. Yeah, so they would, technically, because they want to stick to canon, be able to add Rogue One characters. I mean, it'd be awesome to see, was what's the main character's name, Arso? I'm not sure. Well, to see her as the playable character, or maybe Grand Moff Car- Tarkin, no, not Grand Moff Tarkin, the, the head rebellion lady. I don't think she'd be that cool. Well, they're running with the DLC, they'll probably add her. They need... I don't know how they're going to get Chewbacca in this. They're running out of options. If they don't add Chewbacca, people are going to start quitting the game. Yes, they need to add... They need to have Chewbacca in Battlefront. That is a iconic character that everyone loves. They just have to have it. Now, going on to a main discussion topic, how do you feel about Dengar, Sam? I mean, it's okay. I like bounty hunters and all, but... I'd rather them pick IG-88. IG-88 would be such a cool character to have instead of Dengar. And be the first droid playable character in the um, the Battlefront. So, that'd be cool. And Lando Calrissian. I like the addition of that, but they could have had Chewbacca. They could have added Chewbacca. But it makes sense that Cloud City has Lando. Yeah, since isn't he like one of the biggest founders? Yeah, I think he owns most of the mining there. How can you mine clouds, though? <laughs> I don't know. But with Lando Calrissian looks really fun. He's going to be cool to play as. I wonder what weapon they're going to add for him. I can't, I'm probably going to look it up later, what weapon he uses. Yeah, because the, these weapons that they've had, they could have added Bosk. 
I mean, they've already got Bosk's weapon in there, the Rubby V10. I was almost certain that they were going to add him as a playable character, but obviously they don't care about adding a Cloud City-based villain, so they could have added Bosk. There's not really many um, bounty hunters slash villains on Cloud City. Boba Fett, Darth Vader, so... They've already covered the two guys that they're on there. Mm, I don't know. It'd be cool to have like a beefed up stormtrooper you could play. Maybe traitor. If if they have another, if Battlefront Two is going to be the Force Awakens trilogy based, traitor would be an awesome character. Or Captain Phasma. I was. I'm not happy with how they just killed Captain Phasma off so fast. I don't think she's dead. Some said someone said on some website that she's alive and survives. Well. They make it out to where she, they're just like, hey, get in the trash compactor. If I was about to get pushed, pushed into a trash compactor, I'd be fighting for my life and actually showing how bad I am. Because you really think this character's going to be so awesome, going to kick butt, and she doesn't do anything. Now, something I would like to... I would like to talk about is the DL-18. That weapon is awesome. I don't agree with that. Have you ever played with it? Yeah, I don't like weapons. You have to pull the trigger every time. You don't have to. You can hold it down? Yes, you can hold it down. I think you're thinking of the Rodian Blaster. No, I played the DL-18, but I didn't hold it down, I guess. But anyway, It, it doesn't do very much damage. Dude, I killed Slade with one just hold down of that on just regular survival. But I'd rather... Use the SC-14C, which one-shots basically in the head. One-shots. And it's such a cool-looking weapon, too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my favorite weapon, Shock Blaster number 2. I can't believe the Shock Blaster is such a good weapon now. Yeah, ever since the Close Quarters Combat came, everyone's been using that one, and the SC-14C. I think both of them are good for the maps. Obviously, the Shock Blaster is better, but... If you have have good aim, that is. Yeah. And it overheats in three shots. So. Three shots. That's that's how you got to... You got to time your shots right because... Like, pair it with cooling cell or something like that. Yeah, that's a perfect matchup right there. Cooling cell and the shock blaster. Boom. You've got one of the best weapons in the game. And only use your cooling cell no. when your, your blaster itself is overheating, so... Yeah. Not the best blaster in the game. It's only for the best quarters. blaster in Jabba's Palace. Jabba's Palace. Just that map. Jabba's Garage. Garage, okay, until you get to the outside. Then you yeah. just change up. But it is a good weapon to add. And something that a lot of people have been talking about is the Berserker Star Card. That was mentioned in the uh, little release there. and The trait? The trait, yeah, the trait. And it's supposed to be one of the best star cards in the game. You're going to have to reach level 3 on your trait five times before you can get it. And I did that the other day, so it's not hard. Yeah, all you got to do is reach level 3, kill yourself, get three more kills, kill yourself, three more kills, so on and so forth. Um, I don't think it sounds that OP. You have to take damage for it to do. Yeah, so we we might as well we should explain it first. The more so when you take damage, you get a increase of damage that you deal out depending on your level. So 
obviously you start get a low level, medium, high. But I would think like in a 1v1 battle, you always win. So I guess it could be useful. Yeah, you're always going to take damage in a battle. So yeah. you might as well have some will, extra damage. It will be nerfed. It's inevitable. Any new star card, usually going to be nerfed. Yeah, because they haven't really tested it in open field areas, so they don't know exactly how it's going to work with the player base that they've already got. Just like the Bounty Hunter trait, each patch it got some different kind of nerf. Yeah, and now even it's the, useless. Even the Outer Rim patch, it nerfed that. So now you don't get power-ups every kill, and you only have a certain amount of chance to un- to reactivate your weapons. Right now, the star card I'm using is the Scout. That bad boy is so good. Scout pistol? Oh, trait. The trait. Yeah, the trait. Yeah, that's. I don't really care what my trait is, but that's handy. That's that's really good for the best loadout in the game, which is on our YouTube channel. Check that out, Tie-Dye Sheep Films. Yes, and soon we should be live streaming on Twitch as well. Maybe doing a live Battlefront podcast episode once a week. Something around there. Yeah, we just bought a face cam yesterday, so it will be coming soon. And uh, that's a way that you can... We can interact with you guys and have have your opinion on uh, what we're talking about, which is really awesome. So we'll definitely live stream Battlefront and some Smash Brothers, which we've been playing a lot of lately. Yeah, on the Battlefront side, when the Outer Rim DLC comes out, we or no, the Bespin DLC. Last time, our internet was just messed up. Yeah, we missed out on a lot of good videos. But this time around, we're going to plug it directly to the Ethernet. And we're, we're going to wake up early. We're going to restart our router, actually. We're going to set an alarm for, like, 1 to start it. You can't start it. It's oh, yeah, what yeah, time? 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah, 8 o'clock. Oh, 8 o'clock our time. It'll probably probably oh, yeah. start. Last time, some weird thing happened. Uh, we we have half solar, half on the grid. So when we switch over from uh, the grid to solar or something like that, it messes up our router. So we have to reset that. But this time, I actually know what's happening, so we'll be able to have that as soon as possible. It took four hours after we did the Ethernet. It was taking 99 plus hours. It took us two a day and a half to download. and Yeah, figure out what was happening. Then we restarted it. Boom, we're getting awesome. So we're going to do that exactly at 8. Then we're going to get some videos up about the heroes and do a podcast and live stream it. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a busy day when the Bespin comes out. We still don't know when that's going to come out and June definitely. That's what it said. Yeah, June, but like date. Usually it's always the end. It is always the the end end of the month. So they can work out as many bugs as they possibly can before it ships. And what I'm thinking, because last time they said March. And we got it the 17th, 18th. Yeah, and other people, like people that didn't get the season pass. I think it was 22nd. Something around there. Well, the people who didn't buy the season pass got it in April. So, the, if you didn't, if you don't buy the season pass, you're probably going to get it in July. Can you still buy the season pass? Yeah, you can buy the season pass right now. But obviously, it'd have been better to buy it earlier. You can I, you can buy the season pass, and I think still get the rewards of it halfway through the two I meant week cycle. Or you could have played this DLC earlier. I think that's the best way to go anyway. If you're a Battlefront fan, you're going to want to get all the DLC, so get yeah. that, play it early. 
And it gives you a huge advantage over the noobs that are coming in. But you can only play with others season pass holders in most cases. Yeah, but you can go on Heroes versus Villains, be Greedo. Yeah, let's talk about Heroes versus Villains right now. What I'm thinking is this is how it works. You have three vi- three heroes and three villains going at each other instead of the four. And then when these new hero and villain come into the fray, you're going to have waves. So one wave, you're going to be able to play as Nian, Num, and Greedo, the next wave you're going to be able to play as Dengar and Lando. It's going to work somewhere like that where it switches out. What I really want is to be able to play 5 versus 5 and eventually 8v8. No more rebels, so you're always a hero slash villain. That is would be so awesome. But the bad thing about that is everyone's going to be going after that one villain slash hero. Well, you still have... You still have a chance to get it. Freaking, I always get stuck with Princess Leia. I'm like, oh, I want Nian. Are you taking? Oh, Luke, no. Han Solo, guess what? Taken. I'm stuck with the princess. Gosh. Leave me alone. <laughs> but I got a tip. If you're playing Luke, if you want Luke, just spam your X button. You will get Luke. Yeah. Or Nian, you want to always be pressing the left slash, I mean, right trigger to get to the hero slash villain you want. It's always it's obviously going to be Luke or Nian that I've seen. Greedo or Darth Vader. Yeah, those are the four most popular characters right now. And something I want them to update with heroes versus villains is have it choose who you're going to be instead of you choosing it. Because yeah. when you give humans the chance to choose something, they're going to choose the same thing over and over again until they are forced to choose the other thing. Yeah, like the old strategy, random. And obvious, and the non-Outer Rim DLC, I mean, yeah, just normal heroes versus villains, you always just have three, which is stupid. Yeah. Because you always, you have all these guys that haven't been the hero at all, and they're giving it to these three people. Yeah, these, I've gotten the hero three times in a row, and there are two people that cannot be... There are two X's on two of the heroes or villains because the game glitched out and the person that was a hero quit the game and it doesn't repick. What I want is four heroes versus four heroes, not the three versus three. Yeah, and if there's not a DLC pack owner, um, whoop de doo You lost. Clutch it. So... But this is my strategy. When I am Luke, I go for one hero or villain. I go for one villain and then just kill that one guy. Like I, or Darth Vader. I was going up against Neonum and he was just freaking out because I destroyed him. But I was only left with like 10 health left. Yeah, that's not the best strategy, but I'll give you a lot of points. Greedo is just too overpowered. I was taking on with Luke, full health, and he still won. Yeah, it's that that stun blaster that he it has. stuns you for five seconds, and that DT-12 is going to just rips your health. 10 to 15 damage per hit. So, Yeah, they, they need to do something with that. And I what I want to know is how Dengar and Lando Calrissian will play. I'm thinking Lando will play similar to Han, Han Solo. 
but have some kind of different thing, different thing like Greedo had. Greedo plays similar to Han too. You know what? Since Lando is a gambler, I'm thinking they're gonna play on that. Have maybe some kind of gamble chance, like you throw a dice or something like that, and you have a chance to get a buff. Yeah, you activate an ability, and or you activate your middle card, and from like explosive shot. Oh yeah, you have a chance. Pulse, you have a chance to get one of those. That would be awesome to have a chance to get a different. And star obviously, card each they're time. all buffed. So explosive shot, two times the normal. So that'd be awesome. Yeah, and Dengar, I know. I think he only has one arm. <laughs> I don't know about him. There's not really much in the anime. I mean the um show Star Wars The Clone Wars you see Bosk a lot in there but not Dengar yeah that's why I was thinking Bosk would be a villain being added because they spread out his backstory and what he does a lot in the animation that's that's just a chance that they missed that'd be pretty cool his middle he could have like beast senses yeah or like this beast mode where he just rampages through everything that's what I want I want some kind of mode or something where you just run into people. Or you could have a passive ability. The more, like the Berserker trait, the more damage he takes, the more damage he deals. Yeah. And going back to Lando, I'm thinking he'll have some kind of ability above his like bar, something like Greedo, and then you activate that at the first of the match, and the more kills you get, the random the more chance you have to get the best item yeah. out of this pool of different items. Like level 1, scan pulse, level 2, explosive shot, level 3. Um, I don't really know about the... There will add more star cards, like adrenaline yeah. stem, something like that. That would be too overpowered, though. But it'll only <laughs> give you insane. like 10, 20 health, though. And that'd be like the top one. Yeah, you have to get a certain amount of kills. And obviously, you don't stay there. You start decreasing. So something around Greedo's playstyle, but mixed with Han Solo. I'm st- still wondering how they're going to implement Dengar. I mean, he's a human, so he doesn't have any special abilities or and he's not an alien. But I'm pretty sure from what I've read, he is a stealth-based bounty hunter. Oh. So they might play something around that. Like maybe his middle ability, you can't see him on the minimap. That would be a cool ability. I mean, for like 20 seconds, way longer than the scout trait does. And then, I know from the picture I saw from him, he's holding this beast of a rifle. So, that is definitely going to be using that. And what I think will be awesome in Battlefront 2... This is weird. You're gonna have one. You're gonna have two versions of Battlefront One, two versions of Battlefront Two. This is one of the. This is one of the reasons why I don't like reboots. I know, like Doom, they're just going with Doom, and then Xbox One. They've got Xbox One, and then you have the original Xbox, which is technically yeah. Xbox One. They should just kept Battlefront Three, but that would have been confused because they're taking a whole different yeah. approach to Battlefront. They might have added a different name. But that's one of the main things that confused people. They saw Battlefront and they were expecting Battlefront, so they're already confusing people then. Yeah, but at least they wouldn't have their expectations high. Yeah. But I I really like Battlefront, but it is way different from the original Battlefront. Yeah, all multiplayer based. But what what was I saying? Oh, yeah, what I want is a approach to kind of like what the original Battlefront did. 
is uh, have a kill rating where you get a certain amount of kills, you get a certain amount of classes, like a like some kind of class thing for one of the heroes or villains. Like oh. Dengar would be a perfect match for that since he is a stealth based one, so you can just run up, get some stealth kills. What I want to see is like a melee based character, so they could do something like that. So that would be a cool ability, and just a certain amount of stealth kills that you get, you get a buffed up weapon or some sort. Or you just extra points for a stealth kill, that's what they should do. If you sneak up on someone and not get shot, you should have a stealth kill, just like in Shadow Mordor. Except less brutal and bloody, because this is a T game. I know, I wasn't talking about the bloody, I was just talking about the point increase. And something they can do, I just realized this, is because they're bounty hunters, they don't apply to any laws or rules. They're out to kill people or bring them into people. And since they don't apply to any rules, they can have a lightsaber. Because I know in the canon stories, they have people that sell lightsabers. And bounty hunters get those lightsabers to sell, and they keep some of them. So that would be an awesome thing for them to add. Yeah, and keeping on Dengar, it'd be cool if he had an ability like a grappling hook. Oh, that would be awesome. And that would be perfect to add in the city. Yeah, so, like, hopefully they add a bounty hunter game that's going to have three bounty hunters, hopefully. And then they have to, a bunch of people down low are yeah. running around, and the three bounty hunters are jumping from roof to roof. And you have to kill as many as possible to for you to win. Something like that. Something like a, sp- a spinoff of Hero Hunt, except you've got three villains and uh, like, and if the, like 10 to 15 people down low trying to find you. If the bounty hunters get to a certain amount of kills, they win. If the the infantry kills them, they win automatically. Yeah. Or if they like even kill one, but that would have been... That would be the, way Yeah, too one easy. AFK guy. Dang it, he got me! <laughs> oh, hey... What do you want for supper? I don't know. Let me go look. I got my hot pocket and I'm ready to go back. (laughs) Dang dang. it, we lost. (laughs) Something with these characters, they have so many abilities that they can add. I see why they're doing it now. Because they can do whatever the heck they want to. Yeah, Dengar does not... So they won't disappoint any fans by adding this one ability because they made up it. Yeah, because they they make up everything that they add. So they create the character instead of having a certain character where, oh, this guy's got this one thing in in episode two. Or like, in The Return of the Jedi, Luke has this different outfit and people don't miss out on that. Well, these characters, they can do whatever they want to, add whatever whatever outfits they want to, whatever abilities they want to. So they have a lot of possibilities that they can do with these unknown characters that you barely see. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, leave a review or tweet at us at tiedyesheepyt or leave a comment on YouTube or email us at battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. If you feel you would give a good perspective on the podcast, email us. We now have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. May the force be with you. Always.